0: You're listening to the Detroit Is Different After Dark Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to Figuring It Out the Even Podcast. We grown, there are some things we don't know, and we're all just trying to figure it out. Yes, every day there's something. Thank you for tuning in. This is figuring it out. The podcast. I am Dukes and this is figuring out the podcast and it's a very special episode. Today we're gonna take it nice and easy. We're gonna do things different. I know i be like turned up on my show usually, but like I'm like trying to like do things differently now because I'm like, you know, my nana's in the studio. And you're like, what? Yeah, my nana, like my actual grandmother's here. And she, my nana told me I would be cussing too much and stuff, so I'm, I can't cuss today on the show. But yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be I'm going to stop. I'm stop. My baby said last night, he was like, mom, why do you have a toilet mouth? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Like toilet mouth, that means you be saying bad words. You need a kitchen mouth because kitchens are clean. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's it. I won't cuss. So I'm not gonna cut us. Today, my Nana's here. Say hello to the people, Nana. Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, this is my Nana's first time in my studio. She didn't even know I had a show till recently. I just, you know, told her and invited her as a guest. Because, yeah. So and she be telling everybody that she's gonna be on the show. So thank y'all for listening. If everybody that is the first time listening, because my nana told y'all to listen. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say any bad words. It's hell a cuss word. Not really. Not really. All right. I get, you know, just in case I had to keep one in my, in my pocket, that would be the one. But I won't use it too much. But, yeah, Nana, tell us about yourself. Well, Love. I am a 69-year-old. 69. 69. She's almost 70. Mother of three. Happy birthday in advance, Nana. Many grandchildren. <laughs> Many. I am the oldest granddaughter and the favorite. Um, You don't have to confirm that. Everybody knows I'm favorite because, come on, I'm the oldest granddaughter. I'm the favorite granddaughter. You know, you can tell the people if you want, but everybody already knows. I'm
0: favorite. Well, they're all my favorite. I got great-grandchildren, and I thank God for all my children and great-grandchildren. And I also was a foster mother of many children. And I thank God for them, and I have grandchildren with them, too.
1: Yeah, so, and I thank like, God for that. So you got like over twenty grandkids, over like twenty, twenty, right? About twenty, right? Yeah. Teaching got nine and five. Yeah, about twenty plus, twenty plus grandkids. And I'm the oldest granddaughter and favorite, like I said. But whatever, we don't have to keep reiterating how great I am because it's my show and everybody already knows how great I am. But um, yeah. So you're from Michigan. You, from what Flint? Are you from
0: Flint? No. I'm originally from Georgia. My parents migrated to Flint. And from there to Ypsilanti. From there, You spread Ramos, all out.
1: All over the place. You just spread all out after that. Yeah, yes. we did. Everybody called, by the way, everybody calls me Dukes. Nobody calls me by my first name now. I am Dukes, right? So, okay. nobody called me. Nobody called me Quiava. I'm just... Just Were you there when they decided to name me that? Let's get down to we that. A- Was you there when they were like, I'm going to call her that? And then you were like, okay. Like,
0: <laughs> well, I didn't have too much to say about it.
1: <laughs> I feel like you couldn't interject it. I mean, I like my name now. Now. It took me a while, but it's, I like it. But, it's, I mean, nobody called me by my first name because I feel like you got to like, know me to be able to call me that. And so everybody calls me Dukes. So like, that's my, like... Everybody calls me just Dukes. I'm just Dukes, not Miss Dukes sometimes. But, like, yeah. But I feel like you could have been like, you know, let's think this over. <laughs> well, that's why I like coming.
0: I wanted to come on your show.
1: You can tell the people, like, about the day that I came into this world, you know, and blessed your hearts with my presence. And you were like, did you be like, Kwiaba? Did you? Because I, you know, I'm sure I even thought that when I found out that was my name. Everybody be like, could you what? I don't know, man. I didn't have anything to do with it. I feel like, Nana, you could have interjected a little bit. Well, I tried to interject before you got here.
0: <laughs> and if I had her, you wouldn't have got here. I heard that before. <laughs> <Lord I> heard. <laughs> yeah, because your mother, you know, sometimes young women, they have children out of wedlock, like so... Yeah, I had nothing to do with that, so I really didn't <laughs> have nothing to
1: do with the name either. I could've like, I feel like you could be like, Well at least give her a decent name. You don't have her out of Well like, you could have named me something biblical. Well I would have been a good Ruth. She honestly. gave you a
0: decent <laughs> name. She gave you Quiava
1: Dukes. Yeah. My name was, is Lit though. I like my my name is Lit. Like Well it's cool. it was
0: it was my mother's in my father's name, uh, he gave it to my mother, Dukes, in which they were married. So that passed down to you because your mother wasn't married to your you, father. So you couldn't get his last name. Yeah. Now, I did interject on you that.
1: Like, okay. Well, so you're like, all right, you're going to give her this crazy first name. You better name her Dukes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I do. I can take what I can get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I like my really name now, that. though. It's my, I, I, it's me now. It's it's my own. So I've what do your name own. actually mean? Do you know well, what have yeah. means? Yeah, it's actually a Polish last name. I did a project on it because I was supposed to do a project on, we were doing family crest projects. You're supposed to do your last name. You know, we had to look up the, like, the history of our, you know, family history and our last name and stuff. And I knew that my last, my first name was a last name, so I looked up um my first name and I found out that it was Polish. It's a Polish last name and it means like the Duke of the Castle, the Duke or the Duchess of the Castle. If you're a girl, you're a Duchess, not the Duke. And I was like, Oh, that's what a coincidence. My name is Dukes. My name means Dukes. I mean, you know, it's the internet. It could be lies. I could have just made it up. Nobody will ever know. Like it doesn't matter. I used to make stuff up when I was in school. They'd be like, what does that mean? Is it African? And I'd just make up stuff like, yep. But then one day I actually looked it up. I used to just make up different meanings. But like, yeah, it means this. People used to just go with it. Like, are you going to tell me I'm wrong? It's my name. That's what I do. I just, <laughs> so
0: I do what I want. that's
1: what Quiava means. Wow. Yeah. The Duke or the Duchess of the Castle. What a coincidence. Cool so mm. it, probably, it was meant to be. That's what my name I'm just Dukes. I'm Dukes now i Duke. I'm the host of a of a whole show, figuring it out. The podcast. That's where mm-hmm. we are today. But back to back to you, Nana. Let's know more about Nana. How did you become the Nana you are today? Let's talk about young Nana before you were Nana. Uh, before I was young Nana. Yeah, before you were young, before you were Nana. I was just, just like Cuiya, <laughs> trying to find myself
0: and growing even worse as I became a little older.
1: Worse? Oh, yeah, worse. I became a lot worse. Get I had potty Toilet mouth, Kendrick yeah. calls it. Yeah, it was a toilet
0: mouth, <laughs> as Kendrick called it. And I didn't know any better, though. I didn't know any better. I was just doing what I heard everybody else do. Until one day, I decided that... Uh, okay, my little brothers and sisters didn't know the right language because they was using it in the neighborhood. <laughs> but I didn't know either, so I decided that since I was raising them up and I was a child myself, that I had to find some new words to use. And yes. they really wasn't good <laughs> either because I had sayings that wasn't, you know, we made oh, yeah. up with sayings.
1: I heard that, about you yeah, sayings. Yeah, they wasn't good. I, well, some of the things that I've heard you say, I still use. I couldn't wait till I had a kid tell him I was gonna light him up like a Christmas tree. I love one of my faves. Like, <laughs> I tell Kendrick that all the time, but he's so quiava that it don't even faze him because he's like, we don't even have a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna light you up. We don't need one. I'm gonna light your butt up like a Christmas tree. We ain't even gonna need one. I'm, he just, Don't even face him. That bad parenting. Well, uh, sometimes you've got to say stuff to to affect them. But that one, it didn't work because it didn't mean nothing to him. I had a lot of sayings
0: that, uh, you know, that I I really can't hardly remember a lot of them today because I have uh, gotten a new vocabulary as I got older and as I went to school because I didn't get a chance to go to school as a young girl. I didn't get a chance to learn how to read or to do a lot of things like normal children did because I was playing, um, taking care of my brothers
1: and sisters. You grew. You had to grow up faster. Um, you didn't get to go to, like, regular school and learn. I went every now and then. Uh, I belonged to a school, but at
0: the time, you know, they had half-a-day schools, and, like, I had little brothers and sisters that went half a day, so I could only go half a day. Right. And I never really learned too much of anything. But so you
1: got all your knowledge just by doing stuff?
0: Well, I got a lot of knowledge, but it was after I had got an experience, which I know in on this show, I had an experience with God, and not until then, until I really started learning. Mm-hmm. And then when I had that experience, I used to say that I was always going to be a better mother than my mother. I was always going to do things better than she done them. I always put myself ahead of her and above her because I thought that I could do it better. Mm-hmm. And I found out how hard parenting was. Right. And I found out that it was a difficult situation with one parent. And my mother, even though she was married, she was like a single parent because my daddy had his own agenda. He lived his life for himself. He was, you know, but, you know, it was his life and he, he was just like I was. He had no parents to raise him, his only older sister. Mm. You know, and this was life that was passed down from generation to generation and passed down to me, but I thank God for the experience that I had. And I still made lots of mistakes, just like my parents did. Right. And, um, but there was someone in my life that came in my life that taught me a little better, and this one lady, oh, my God, I'll never forget her. She came to our house, her and my dad, My dad and her husband were, uh, they were hunting buddies. They hunted together. And she seen me out of nine children. She said, can I take her to church with me? And my dad said, yeah, take her. (laughs) You know, and every Saturday she would come and she would take me and get me ready for church on Sunday. She bought me shoes and clothes to wear and she let me bring them home at first, but... She found out that I wasn't gonna have none next time she come pick me up. <laughs> Where was your who was taking your clothes? Well, I had to wear you them had, because like I said, we come from a dysfunctional family.
1: You had uh how many siblings? I had eight I had eight. I you had the, uh, you the oldest, second no, oldest second oldest. Angel, Angel Anne was the oldest. My
0: oldest sister. And she then was you. older than me by three years. And um it was nine of us, so it was uh what, four? Four girls and five boys. Um, and, you know, I was the second oldest. Mm. But I was, or was the the one that it seemed like everything you fell upon.
1: You know, mama. You was the mama one. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of hard. It was hard. It wasn't. But as I learned older, I'm glad for my life. I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't be who I am today if right. I hadn't went through what I went through at a young age. Right. But I made it out. And I made it out by the people that I met in life. Some was bad people. Some were good people. But I had a chance to know the bad from the good. Right. By the way that my life was. Bad people I could recognize quick. Good people were
1: hard to recognize because I trusted no one. Right. I mean... I I am a sweetheart. People always think I'm crazy. I don't know. Everybody think I'm crazy. I am a little bit. But I'm so sweet. And I hate when I run into somebody when I'm trying to be nice and helpful. And they're just so resistant. I'm like, I'm trying to love you. Like, <laughs> Why are you making this so hard? Like, Kendrick's daddy. I'm like, I'm trying to be nice and love you. You want me to be angry and mean and beat you up. But you got trust issues. I found that out the hard way. It took a long time break down this wall but okay now you realize when it's too late that i was a sweetheart all along and you just thought i was gonna be mean because you see me crazy old dukes you see me coming and you think i'm crazy and i'm about to do some crazy stuff but i'm really sweet oh my god you just gotta like let me be sweet like trust issues i figured it out but i figured it out the, the hard way you know that's why i got a show, i figuring out the podcast because i have to figure out stuff the hard way it's just i don't know
0: well, you know, it's it's like a trust issue is something that everybody really has. They just don't know it. Yeah. But the uh, the issue that I'm talking about is is a spirit that I had is what changed my whole life is when I met Christ. And I didn't meet Christ until I was about to die. And that was when I was very young. My children were young. And I was still a very ignorant young lady. I prayed, but I didn't know how to pray. But I was asking God all the time, Lord, let me, help Help me, God, to uh, get me a job so I don't have to beg and I don't have to live like this. And he did. I was so illiterate. I couldn't fill out an application. I didn't know I had a Social Security number. And I remember in Flint, General Motors was hiring. And they were, I was 24 and they had a lines they were hiring off the street. And they had lines everywhere, from one shop to another. They were just hiring people. And I said, I'm going to get a job. My sister said, they're hiring off the street. I said, I want to get me a job. They had a line on the industrial, about 500 people double-lining and I said, I'm gonna get in that in that line. I'm gonna get me a job. I said, but I'm not standing in this long line. <laughs> I had a lot of zeal and faith that I believe I could move mountains. I went past all 500 of them people and walked up in that and put my hands on the desk and I said, listen here. <laughs> Half these people in this line is not going to work. I said, but if you give me a job, I'll be here every day. Mm -hmm. And that woman said, lady, these people will kill you for this job. (laughs) She said, are you kidding? She said, you got a lot of nerve. He said, take this application, fill it out, and bring it back. I couldn't fill out the application. I didn't know. I didn't have a Social Security number. I didn't think I had one. So I had to find my sister to have her to fill out the application for me because I couldn't read. I didn't know I had a social security number, but I knew I was going to get that job. See, I didn't know I had faith, but I knew that I was going to get that job. So I went and I found my sister. She helped me fill out that application. I called my best friend. I said, Listen, you ain't got no job right now. Let me use your social security number right now. <laughs> See, very, very ignorant. Ignorancy calls you to lose a lot. So I did. I put in her name, her social security number down there with my name. And lo and behold, the next day they told me to come in for a physical. <laughs> I took that same application back through uh, all them people and slapped it on that desk. I said, here's my application. And they called me the very next day. I started to work that week. I took a physical and everything and passed it. <laughs> And went and started to work. I started working in Plant 12, I'll never forget. And that's when my life started changing. Not for the best. It really changed for the worse.
1: Changed for the worse? I mean, you was under someone else's social. No, that ain't what... The- <laughs> I mean, that was the beginning, though, like... I started really recognizing... Who's people. that lady? Because she getting, you retirement money right now.
0: Well, <laughs> no, she's... Actually, she has passed away, and she did. I went through a lot of changes. That was after I got sick, and I worked for a while, and... I got laid off through the changeover and got very ill, and that's when I went in the hospital. To make a long story short, that's when I met God. I thought that my life was just on track for a long time because I could provide for my children. I still had that potty mouth, <laughs> and I rented from nice people. I met nice people. I met people that put into my life, life, the man and the lady that I rented from i never forget those people, Mr. and Mrs. Williams. Those were people that were key in my young life, and I didn't know it. My next-door neighbor, Miss Mady, I'll never forget her. I'll never forget um, the lady that took me to church for the first time, Miss Mabel Hilson. That was a Christian woman. I recognized her by her character. I had never seen a woman like that, but I wanted to be like that. I never seen a woman like Miss Williams, but I wanted to be like her. I wanted to be like Miss Mady's Cousin that lived next door to me. I wanted to be like her. I recognized good. And I recognized that they had something that I needed, but I was I had such low self-esteem, I didn't know how to grab it. I remember I went to church one time on my own because the Williams invited me to go. And I went. But it I was so I didn't understand anything. I didn't understand any of it. You're just sitting in
1: church looking around like,
0: uh, what? I didn't until I had an experience with God. That's when I started understanding. That's when everything changed. Even my children, I used to send them to church on a bus that came by Riverdale Baptist Church, came by the neighborhood say, on Friday, said, can we take your children? We have Awana classes. We want to teach them. Awana. The
1: everybody went to Awana. If you ain't go to Awana, you didn't really go to church. That's <laughs> where said, everybody went to Awana. Awana. I didn't know what Awana was, but I know that I got a free babysitter three days <laughs> a week. So, wow. Everybody went to Awana. That's where everybody learned John three sixteen. If you don't know know nothing else about the Bible, they know John 3.16. That's the first thing you learn in Awana. Because they always send a bus through the hood to pick up little hood kids and take them to Awana. Everybody went to Awana. Three
0: days a week, Friday, Saturday, and they came back on Sunday. I said, free babysitter for four to five hours a day. I said, wow. I didn't send them because I wanted them to learn about Jesus. (laughs) I didn't know Jesus myself. I got a free babysitter. That's how it was with young people, and that's how it is. It's worse now with young people. They don't even want to be free babysitters if they got to send them to church, (laughs) they want them to stay ignorant. But mine used to come back and say, oh, mama, 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 we pray for you. God going to save you. And I had a little potty mouth. I said, okay, over here. go over there and sit down. I don't want to hear that. You know, pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> okay? <laughs> she said that's the word saving. You don't want to say the potty word mouth. And then my mouth is very clean now. Thank God he didn't cleaned it up. So I tell you, one day God saved me. But I, I went through some stuff. He didn't scare, like some people say, the hell out of me. <laughs> he showed me heaven. See, that's the time you can use the word hell. I get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he didn't have to scare that out of me. He showed me heaven and the beauty and the peace of it, and that's what I wanted. And I wanted to stay. Oh, I said, oh, God, I want to stay here. I don't want to leave. He said, oh, no, no, no. You got to go back because you got to learn something. <laughs> I got work for you to do. I said, mm. but the doctor said I'm going to die in a week. I won't live out the week. I said, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do? And I said, Lord, not so much for myself. Let me live for my kids, then, so I can teach them it's a better way. And wow, I here I am. Mm-hmm. How many years there? I'll be seventy in September, the 17th. Oh, I'm yeah. so proud of that. 70. I'll be 70. 70 to 17. I'm so proud that I have made it to this
1: age and mm-hmm. living the life that I was living. Mm-hmm. My mama and, be acting like she don't want to say her age. i am like, you better be lucky and you that old. Oh, no. That's mm. a blessing. 51. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 50. I'm like, no, you're 51, and you need to be happy that you're 51. Like, <laughs> it's some people that don't get to be 51. You need to be happy that you're 51. And you're 70, and that's... I'm very happy. A
0: blessing. I'm looking for 71 to 91. Even, All of them. And on and on and on. in good health. Because right. it's a blessing behind that. Yeah. As you heard me say earlier, at one time I thought I was a whole lot better than my parents. And I had to learn the word forgiveness and learn how to ask them to forgive me for the way I felt about them. And how I felt that I were better and could do a better job than they are. And I thought they were the worst parents. I used to hate my father. And knowing when I met Jesus, all that changed. I'll never forget the day I called him and asked him after God had healed me. I said, Dad, can you forgive me for hating you?
1: Man. And he said you, you. <laughs> he said,
0: you hated me? I said, yeah. Didn't you know?
1: Didn't you know? He said, I?" He said,
0: you hated me. And I could hear him sobbing on the phone crying. He said, you hated me? I said, yeah, but can you forgive me? I don't
1: know what to do. Somebody just called uh, me and told me that they
0: hated me. I and he, me he did. Hard. And I, I remember he lived down the street from me. And, and uh, I used to walk past every day going to morning prayer at the church that God had ordained me to go to at when I got saved. And that was Holy Ghost Church of God in Christ on and Addison. And I used to walk there to the morning prayer from 9 to 10 every morning. See, I was determined to learn about this man that I met named Jesus. I was determined <laughs> to learn about it, but I couldn't read. I had this big old Bible. It was I bought it from a, a student that was traveling. I mean, it was huge, too. I still got it. Huge Bible. And I was determined. I couldn't even read it. I said, my God, this big old Bible. I'm going to carry this to church. But anyway, I said, mm-hmm. no use of carrying. I can't read it. No way. But I would go and I would listen to everything. It seemed like my understanding was a little better than it was. And one day, we had a visiting preacher that came, and they used to have prayer lines all the time. And I know the people used to, the young people used to laugh at me all the time. she get in every prayer line that was, yeah, I wanted everything that I can get from God. I wanted everything that I can get, and I wanted to can everything else I can get. And I got in the prayer line. He said, if you can believe God for anything, and you ask him for it, get in the prayer line. I said, Did nobody know I asked God to teach me to read? I got in the prayer line. And I said, God, teach me to read. I'm going to follow man all my life. And I just, if you can teach me how to read, Lord, I can follow you. And nothing happened. I just went home and sat down. I was looking at television with my children. And I'm looking at this big Bible over here, thinking, i if I could just read that Bible. And you know, I sent my kids to school, but I never could help them with their homework. How was you driving and working and cooking? I didn't and stuff? have any driver's license. Who's out here just because driving I dirty. drove from the time I was nine years old? Yeah, you
1: told me you used to be hopping in the car at nine. Yeah, you know, I, how,
0: how you know how to do? I could drive. I used to steal the car. Me and my sister used to steal the car and drive it right back in the same track. We could well, drive good. I guess you ain't
1: got to know how to read. The, I mean, you do because you got to know where like where you going and stuff. Well, you know by sight. You know stop signs, stop sign. Like. <laughs> My sister used to tell me
0: that was a stop sign. Red means stop, you know. And she done most of the driving, but I could drive. And I drove all those years, and I would always keep my uh, insurance under somebody else's name. And all my stuff was every I was street smart, but I was
1: dumb. Riding dirty.
0: Yeah, I did until I had an accident. A man ran into me. And I, I think the same prayers, when God wanted me to have driving license, he taught me. I, I didn't know. I didn't know God, but he wanted me to have driver's license. Rabina's got this mark right here of her eyebrow. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That mark? That's because she slid through the bucket seats. Oh, goodness. And sitting in the back. And the man, man had a no seatbelt like there. Sheesh. What? Well, not really. They didn't really actually have seatbelts oh, there. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. And she slid through there. And and then I had to go to court. And at the time, they was putting people in jail for not having driver's license. <laughs> I was so scared. Never got a ticket in my life. Now I got two. Driving with no operator's license and had an accident. It wasn't my fault. He hit me. (laughs) But the judge said, because you didn't have no driver's license, it's your fault. You broke the rules. (laughs) So I'm giving you the the tickets. It's your fault. I said, but he ran into me. He said, come here without any driving license again. You're going to jail. And I was a mother of three, on my way to jail, scared to go to court, Got a warrant for my arrest. I called a lawyer, got a lawyer. The lawyer charged me $500 to go to court with me to pay a ticket that costs $109. <laughs> Two tickets cost $109. And I was $2 short, and the lawyer that I hired wouldn't give me the $2 to pay the bailer. I said, well, I just, I'll i give it to you as soon as we get out. He was so mean. That's why I tell you, you can recognize Evil from good is how people really act. All he wanted was the fee, which I could have went before the judge myself, but he didn't tell me that. He wanted that $500. And anyway, I did get my license before I went to court. Even though I didn't know God, I prayed. I said, God, help me to pass the test. And at the time, it wasn't no such thing as you could do an oral test if, you know, I didn't know how to do that. So I prayed and I took the little test and put it before me and everything I prayed to the oh, Lord let me show you. yes, false and true, false and true. I just marked stuff. <laughs> I didn't know what I was marking. <laughs> but guess what? I got 100 percent on the test. <laughs> it ain't got good. Yeah. Even before I before I even knew him, he let me pass that test. I paid the tickets and went on out. And I've been had driving license ever since. And I drive by the rules. I will not drive a car without insurance. I will not put that car on the street if I have no insurance on it. I keep my stuff up to date, my tags and everything else, because I know the consequences of not having your stuff together. I knew that at a young age, too. (laughs) I always kept things together at a young age. You riding dirty out here. Well, say I don't ride dirty, because (sighs) if you ride dirty, then when you get in accidents and you get hurt, you have nothing to back you up. Right.
1: Uh, I, I, I got right? God on my
0: side, but see, I don't put him to the test either. <laughs> he said, "Get insurance to, to obey the laws of the land." So if you got, mm-hmm. if you're going to obey Him, you got to obey the laws of the land.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Keep insurance on your car.
1: Keep insurance, people. Real, legit insurance.
0: Keep your seatbelts on, too. Yeah. You don't drink and drive. Don't no text and drive. Don't text and drive.
1: But I know she was, uh, we was on Southfield Freeway. She was nodding off. That's why I hit the gas. We got here really fast, but she didn't know because she was asleep. But now you know. I'm like, you <laughs> sleep the whole way here. It only took me 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I was praying. I, was
0: I hit praying the gas. I, I didn't want to be all tensed up, putting you on brakes like I was yesterday. <laughs> And um, I didn't want my back to hurt, so I said, "God, you I'm know you got to get by. me through
1: this." So He just gave me a little peaceful rest. Michigan, Michigan drivers is different, you know. If you get seventy is the speed limit, so you know I'm going 70, 75, 80, whatever. Yeah. I didn't try to give you a hard attack, Now, now, slow down. I gotta slow, so I gotta slow down. I gotta stop, cousin. Sheesh. A lot of
0: stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I understand that. I understand seventy. Seventy is good, 70 but when you, you speed, do
1: eighty, said, why are you going so fast? Everybody going the same. People
0: they were passing doing eighty me. though.
1: People passing me, and I was going the speed limit. Yeah, we well, used to do eighty sometimes.
0: I was riding keeping in the car. up
1: with the flow of traffic. I learned that in driver's training.
0: Well, you know, I I went yesterday to get my uh, feet done, and I was. Uh, at the young lady's house, which I won't mention the name. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you young people do not like to follow rules. That's why their life has so much chaos in it.
1: Rules. And they make
0: trouble for them o- their own selves because they don't like to follow rules and instructions. Um, she gave me a ride home. She <laughs> said, I'm not stopping at this stop sign, what? so many stop signs. So she don't, ran it. No,
1: that's not, no.
0: And she came to a red light. She said, and it was about two cars in front of me, and it was a four-way traffic. She said, I am not stopping at this stuff. I said, yes, you are. No, that's not safe. I wouldn't do things like that. I said, yes, you
1: are. I said, because my life is in here. (laughs) Right. And I said, you don't like to follow rules. No, that's totally different. You got to stop because you don't know who on the other side thinking the same thing. You thinking anything, y'all crash. Well, that's the the society. That's what I'm talking about the young age now. No, I want not do stuff like that. This is
0: young age. It might not be a stop sign. It might not be a red light. I still But there's stop, there stop signs and red lights in life all the time. Mm-hmm. And it says stop <laughs> and go. And young people today, they don't understand the stop signs. <laughs> they don't understand the red lights that say, okay, you went a little bit too far. <laughs> Your life is raggedy. <laughs> it needs to line up with some some principles, some statutes, <laughs> some standards in your life. Something needs to line up here. And that just simply is uh obeying the rules, you know. The rules of life. The rules of life, yeah. 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 They they have uh they have promises at the end of the stop sign. There's promises at the end of a red light. It promised good life that you'll have long life if you don't run that light and nobody run into you. <laughs> You know what I mean? And if you run a life, somebody running to you, and you prioritize the rest of your life, guess what? You pay the consequences of not stopping.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at that. That was deep. I
0: understand. Deep. There's always consequences behind actions. That was deep. And, this, and you know what? Uh, I'm so glad that my granddaughter invited me to come on her radio station. Yeah, this is the only time
1: that I can talk to young women and men. You could talk to everybody in the whole world right now. Con- consequences. My nana says that we don't like to talk and then she she says I'm kind of mean and I have an attitude. So I was like, this is great. You want to talk? This is the place to talk. Go ahead and talk. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> i do I don't like I'm to glad. talk. I don't talk. I don't really talk a lot in general. In the end, I have a show so I like don't talk. I wait till I come to the show then I can talk a whole bunch then I can go back home and shut up. So, you think I don't talk a lot. Yeah, I don't. Well, I just don't in general. But now, this is your You get to say all you want to say. This is your time to shine. Well, you know, talk I don't to want to shine, talk. but I want the God I serve
0: <laughs> to shine
1: well, through me
0: and his characteristics that I've learned to fall on someone else, especially young people, especially this generation that is training up our young people. We need leaders. We need young men and young women to be leaders. We need a man that will stand up and have character in his life principles and statues and standards that God laid out for us. Those are those stop signs and those are those red lights that say stop and take inventory and understand when the light is green, it's time to go. It's time to go forward in your life, to make an impression so that somebody else can mimic your life. Like those women that came in my life, when I was able to take down the stuff that they taught me off the shelf and put it in my life, this is what I'm doing now in my life. I want it to shine through my grandchildren and my children. Not saying that life, we don't make mistakes, but when you make mistakes. There's always room for correction, and God is such a forgiving God. He said, all right, stop, get back on track, and go forward in your life. you see what you did wrong, forgive yourself and forgive and keep going, right? And and do the best you can with what you got. All that you got, put it into your children and yourself as being the best person that you can be in this life. And you can't do it without God or his Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. You can't do it by sitting at home and not taking the obligations of taking your children to church. I sent my children until I learned better. I had to learn to take them. And when I started taking them, oh, now, what they'd done afterwards, it was left up to them. God told me do one thing, train my children. In the way they should go, and when they become old, they won't depart from that way. And so I trained them. They departed, but they all came back. Mm -hmm. And now they're training their children. They're having problems now, just like I had. Because Mm -hmm. their children strayed away. They strayed away. But they came back, and they realized that, listen, Mama wasn't so bad after all. (laughs) All right? I realized my mother and father wasn't so bad after all. I love my mother and father. I respect them and honor them to the highest because my my mother's name was Marie Anna Marie Dukes. My daddy's name was T.V. Dukes. They did something that no other two people could have done. They brought me here and gave me oh. life. <laughs> they did that. You know, my next-door neighbors couldn't have done it. Nobody else couldn't have done what those two people did. So I honor my mother and father, and I have a promise behind that. God said, when I honor my mother and father, my days will be long on the earth, so I will have good success. And look at the good success. I have all these beautiful grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Me. And I have a son that serves the Lord. He has a wife that serves the Lord. I have a daughter. I have two daughters that serve God, and they're training their children up. Now, the life that they choose for themselves will be theirs. But at least they're doing their job. The thing is, do your job. Do what you're called to do. Do what God put you here to do, and that's to have the characteristic of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you really, really, we can't do it without him. I found that out. Mm -hmm. My my um, grandson asked me, "Uh, how do you know it's a heaven? (laughs) I say, because I've been there. He said, you have. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is such a character. That's Cuyaba's son. <laughs> and, you know he is such Everybody a character. Everybody know Kendrick. He's he's a uh, character. And he doesn't talk to me too much because he's he said that I'm mean. He said that
1: you're taking over. She's taking over the house. I'm like, what? She's in one room. <laughs> She's taking over the house. You said you you unplugged the TV the other day. Did you unplug his TV? Yeah,
0: because he don't have to play all night long
1: when he sleeps. He was so mad you know she unplugged my TV he whispered when he was talking about it you know she unplugged my TV I said well was it time for bed like,
0: <laughs> oh he was asleep I, I went in there and the TV
1: was so loud
0: that I could hear it back in the other room with the other TV on I said this kid got
1: this TV sky high he's in here sleeping back, but he's used to that he's really said, not I turned the TV off I turned the TV off when I be there. I know, I was saying, like, she probably just didn't know how to turn the TV off. I unplugged <laughs> so,
0: it. He told me that was his house. So he can put his <laughs> toys all over the floor, all over everything. <laughs> he and is I can trip my old self over them if I
1: walked. He is a mess.
0: I don't know. Forgive my son.
1: He loves He's you. Sure. I know,
0: I know. I love him he is too, a mess. but I will get with him. He is a mess.
1: <laughs> See, and that's why you. That's why I gotta tell him I'm gonna light him up like a Christmas tree. And now you know why I gotta say that kind of stuff to him.
0: Well, but yeah. Well, well these days, you know, children kind of little ones nowadays they they kind of have their way today. The different. Yeah, this generation is different, and I'm learning that I can't change their children. They have to do it, yeah. so don't I, I don't. Same... I don't want to be mean to them, so I don't. I don't give them no spankings. I we don't have the same
1: things that Kinder don't have. The same things that I had when I was little, in the same way, my mama didn't have when I was little. Like we, the TV used to go off at a certain time, even when I was little. There was no cartoons about to be on all night, so I eventually. If the TV was on, it wasn't going to be nothing on. So, of course, I was going to just fall out and go to sleep. I used to be up all night, but eventually, there was nothing else to watch. But now, there's going to be something on TV all a day, every day. There's something. So, he's used to being able to turn it on, and then, you know, there's something. When I was little, we had to watch tapes. He don't even know what a tape is. He will go crazy if I showed him a tape like, what? He'd he always be like, What did you do back in the 1980s? (laughs) He asked me that the other day. I'm like, I didn't do nothing. I wasn't alive. What are you talking about? Back in the 1980s. I hate when he says it like that. (laughs) What y'all do back in the 1980s? I was not alive, sir. I don't know what they did. (laughs) <laughs> well, we—I
0: didn't let my children watch TV a lot. I—I I what they watch. We used to watch,
1: you know, when Super I was at cartoon. That's yeah, what mine watching. We used, to, watched, the, we the used to watch Bible the, uh, yeah, the the Bible tapes and sing all the uh, Bible songs and stuff. Yeah. You remember know, do you remember any of them? Uh, Father Abraham, that was my jam. I told yes. my, ba- my baby, my baby, my <laughs> baby, know he know he know my baby gonna be a preacher or a comedian or both because he talk a lot and he got a lot to say and he. Yeah. But no, we used to watch all the all
0: the Bible well, teams. They, the, they my my son, I knew that he was special because he could he knew more about the Bible most than most preachers did at a young age. I remember when I used to when I couldn't read, I used to go buy these little thin books and they had all these pretty pictures in it, you know, with the bunnies and all that in and the Christmas trees. And I would open them up and I would read the pictures to him. And he said one day Mama, it don't say that. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Oh. oh, my God. I said, you know, I can't read now. <laughs> I couldn't fool him anymore because I sent him to school. And he learned how to read. He learned at a young age, like Kendrick is learning now at a young yeah. age, how to read. And then I was so embarrassed, though. And I said to myself, I have got to learn. I didn't know. I didn't even know grown people went to school. And I remember the day that I got in the prayer line when God taught me how to read that one night, and I got in the prayer line, and then I woke up and and I told my children, I said, come here, I'm going to read to you. And I read the Bible until we fell asleep, and then I dreamed that I was in school. (laughs) I dreamed that I was actually in school taking these classes, and my phone rang, and the very next day, and the very lady that I used her social security number, she said, you know what, Pat, my brand new car won't start. I mean, she bought one out the showcase window, and it wouldn't start. Mm-hmm. She said, "Can you take me to? My, I'm finna get my my GD. I'm finna to go to and uh, get my diploma." I said, "Grown people go to school." She said, <laughs> "Yeah, you can come on too." And I went and signed up for every class that God put on my heart that night to sign up for, not knowing that those very classes was going to take
1: care of my family. Then you start uh cooking and stuff. Everybody, I'm catering Miss Pastry Dukes. You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. it. Get it from my nana. My nana want to have a, a banana pudding cook off, y'all. We we didn't even do that. What happened? I forgot we were supposed to have a banana pudding <laughs> cook off. We can do that. I'm ready. You know, I don't want to tell you that I can do it better than you, but you my guess. banana pudding. I'm glad. It's it's slap. You're supposed to do it, everything it, mm-hmm. better than me if I taught you. My banana pudding, is, it can beat you. It can beat yours. I'm, just I'm trying to tell you. My son makes them better than me, too. My banana pudding. Raymond, shout out to my shout out to all my cousins, although I'm the favorite. Mostly all my cousins cook. Cedar can cook. She make woodles. Well, I don't know what a woodle is. It's basically like an egg roll, but it's like a ghetto version of it. Cedar makes good woodles. Raymond can cook. I don't know what a woodle is. I think it's a Flint thing. They be trying to tell me it's not, but I've never heard anybody outside of Flint say Woodle or cook a Woodle, but see, Cedar makes good Woodles. Everybody, I think our family, you can't do, you can cook. You can't do nothing else. Oh, yeah. You're going to eat. We come from a cooking family now. Mother, Mm -hmm. my mother was a
0: short order cook at Howard Johnson for I can't tell you how many years. And my uncle was a chef and a cook and a dietitian at University Hospital, Foots Hospital in uh, Jackson. My aunt... Uh, all my aunts were salad cookers. My aunt Mertis, my, all of them were salad people. They, aunt Ruby, aunt um, my cousin Virginia, my aunt Jack, all of my aunt Virginia, and uh, all of them were salad people. My aunt Martha, uh,
1: they were come from a long line of cooks. We about to have a family reunion. We actually starting today, so we about starting to today. smash. It's about to be some eating and card playing and domino playing and stuff going on all this weekend, everybody getting together. So by the time this air, it's going to be over, but I'm just letting y'all know. I'm going to let y'all know in advance, in the future, in the past, technically, <laughs> it was fun. In advance, I know it's going to be fun. This is what we do. But we're going to switch gears a little bit. So I already had, like, a lot of episodes, so I'm going to go over a couple of the things that we went on ...of my couple of old episodes. You can give me your perspective on it. Because my show is called Figuring It Out. It meaning life. And like just random things that happen in my life. I come in here and I talk about it. And I try to figure it out. And like decode it. It. And try to figure out life, because I'm 30 years old, and I don't know what the heck is going on. (laughs) So, and you're about to be 70, and so, like we said, you've already had experience with this. So, one of my one episodes was friendship. And on my show, I talked about, I don't know how to make friends, Do I just walk up to strangers and be like, hi, I want to be your friend. I'm 30 years old. That's kind of (laughs) creepy. Do you still make friends? Are you still making friends?
0: You know, I'm going to tell you, I bought a book on friendship a because book? I you didn't know no book. how <laughs> to make friends. But the first thing, when I read that book, I had got that book a long time ago because I never really knew how to make friends. I really didn't know how to talk to people just to to carry on a conversation until I met God. I mean, honestly, I had one friend, and the only reason we were friends, we was the same nasty people. (laughs) We only liked each other because there's nobody else like us. (laughs) We had potty mouths. We didn't like nobody. We always talked about people. The very people that, oh, I mean, we talked about them to, to their face, you know. And it wasn't behind their back. We would actually put them down and and dare them to say something back, you know, because we were both mean and nasty. But that's because we didn't have no friends, because we wasn't lovable. <laughs> to have a friend, God taught me how to have friends in the Bible. He said a friend stick closer than a brother. See, you don't run around looking for friends. You 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 get friends by uh, being with the people that have the same thing in common you have in common.
1: Don't mm-hmm. try to fit a square uh, a puzzle into a round circle. But what about okay? So now we got we got social media now, so it's different. I don't even got to leave my house. I can just pick my phone up and I got five hundred friends. That's the on problem. Facebook. Okay, but what about when we like on Facebook? and You're like we're liking the same things. That's the problem. Let's hang out. That's the problem. Social you want media? social media to
0: do what God gave you sense to do. So I got to go outside Listen, and make a friend. Listen, <laughs> what, what do you like to do? What's your um, your object in life?
1: Uh, read. What do you like to do?
0: Like cook and stuff. Cook, read, and, and be with your child. That, you know, so you. Do those things and be around the places that you like to do things. That's where you meet the people that you got something in common with. You Um, know, people are weird. People are weird. (laughs) If I like to cook... Then I, I'm going to be, my job probably going to be sisters of cooking, or either I'm going to be somewhere, I'll enter
1: myself into a cook contest. I, I might meet people there. Hey. So you at 70 years old, is you are you still making friends? Yes. So when people walk up to you like, hi, I'm, I don't know. I meet friends every day. You're you know be like, what? oh, I want to be friends. I think No, I so don't say weird. do you
0: want to be friends. <laughs> I meet people in the grocery. My best friend, her name is Jacqueline Blake. Guess how I met her. How? She was trying to get her mother out the car. She was my neighbor and had been my neighbor for a long time. All I did was speak to her. So one day, her mother was having medical issues. And she was trying to get her mother out the car. She was so frustrated. Her mother had, was going into dementia, And by me being a Christian and her being a Christian, too, but she the situation was so, she was so close to the situation that she couldn't figure out how to work in the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I said, you know what? I helped her with her mother out the car. She's the best friend I have ever met,
1: That's the, and we're the still vegan friends.
0: The, yes, she's she's not vegan. She's vegetarian. a she's a vegetarian. She lived next to me, and she was the key to me learning. When I met her, she was the key to me learning that how to live, and I'm still here because she taught me. I didn't even know I was allergic to some of the foods that I was eating. Mm-hmm. Until it made me very ill. But when I helped her with her mother, she never forgot that. And then she was a vegetarian, living next door to me. And when her kids graduated, and I was a cook, I know how to cook anything. I know how right. to cook vegetarian food. I know how to cook all kind of food. Right. And so she wanted me to cater her one of her uh, daughters. They graduated mm-hmm. from high school, and I knew she was a vegetarian. So I made it my business to even get pots that. I hadn't cooked meat in to to do her food in because I knew they were vegetarians. Right. I respect other people's uh space. Right. And me and her became friends and I was always there. And I I matter of fact, I used to clean her house. She loved the way I cleaned house. <laughs> she said, nobody's never cleaned my house like this. <laughs> she said, really? <laughs> on your hands and knees on the floor. I said, sure. <laughs> I want to do my parents taught me to do the best that I can do. With what I can do, and when I do something to do my best, this is something that this generation is missing. They don't do their best. Mm. They don't do what they're actually qualified to do because they do just enough to get by with.
1: Yeah,
0: just enough to get a paycheck. Right, and they shouldn't deserve. Half of them don't deserve the paycheck Amen. that they get mm-hmm. because listen, <laughs> when when in in this life, you want to meet somebody. She's my friend. She's got a radio show too. It's called save our black boys.
1: Save our black boys. Yes,
0: and she taught me how to save my grandchildren. Okay. My and my daughter right today is the best tutor Isn't she? Don't she yes, tutor your son? Yes, to my
1: teacher. She's, she learned she from Miss Jacqueline me. Blake. Can teach everybody Miss
0: Jacqueline Blake, she she chill teach teachers how to teach all culture children. Mm-hmm. She's not just stuck on save our black boys. Save our boys period. Right. And she teaches teachers how to teach all different cultures. And she taught me how to, uh, she became my tutor that lives next door to me. Even though I went to school, I kept going to school off and on, off and on. I still don't have my diploma. I'm still
1: trying to go to school. Well, now you can go back. You can do it online. Well, you can do
0: it from your house now. Well, I, I don't want to do it online. I want to meet people. I want to <laughs> go to it all, actually.
1: Like I want to go actually the to
0: in a classroom. I like to meet people. I don't want to touch people. So this is how you meet people that and people with the same interests you got. I don't want to meet people. That's people. how you meet friends. <laughs> you don't want to meet a friend that don't have. That's why we got so much dysfunctional going yeah. on. Yeah. Because people are meeting people because, uh, number one, uh, you put this sick stuff on <laughs> on ch- the video chat or how you're texting and, and all this. You ain't met media. nobody. You just got per- people that's telling you a bunch of lies, texting back and forth. How I feel today. I feel like kidding myself today. <laughs> oh, I just I, I just feel this way. You don't let everybody know what's in your heart and mind. <laughs>
1: Listen, your mind can go well, some to another level. Some people think level. that the people on their Facebook or whatever are their friends. They're called Facebook friends. So you're supposed to let your friends know. They call know all how people
0: that speak. got issues. That's what I call them. People that would rather text you, listen, let me text you the invitation. Instead of calling you or sending you invitation in the phone, it's a the social game. media have tucked socialism out of life for it's a, everybody. It's a
1: new day now. Listen,
0: it's it's a good thing to have it. Listen, I, I don't not uh, texting and Facebook, because I I see my grandkids when I can't see them
1: right. on Facebook. My nonna is my Facebook friend. Don't text me and say happy birthday. <laughs> you call me. <laughs> Understand me? My daddy texts me and say happy birthday. No. I be mad. i like, bro, you're my dad. What the heck? I'm going to text you a happy
0: birthday. Listen here. <laughs> you don't have time to pick up the phone and call you. 70-year-old grandmother say happy <laughs> birthday. You're going to text me a happy birthday and a smiley face. <laughs> Listen here. That's showing me a lot of love. <laughs>
1: it's a new day. It's, well, yeah, okay. you, don't let the new day take so, you away. So go out old-fashioned. Make human friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now what about your friends you already have? I had an episode about breaking up with your friends. Well, sometimes friends, you... Well, it's just like when you
0: get, it's certain friends that you you accumulate down through the years, and you find out you really don't have anything in common, right? Because number one, you don't have the same views in life. Their views are different from yours. That's what be. That's what if you find one friend in life, and y'all can talk without falling out, and all of them, you're not going to agree on everything. It's not good that to have somebody to agree with you on everything yeah, either. It's boring. It's good that you can disagree to agree,
1: right?
0: But listen here, when you got somebody that is fake, phony, <laughs> and then time time you get around the corner, they're gonna tell you just how much you got on their nerves. <laughs> That's not your friend, cause right. a friend how to stick closer than a brother. Now, brother, fight for you at all times. Now, listen, if somebody attack your character in front of me because they don't like you i'm not gonna allow that no you're not gonna talk about my friend to me right. you got something to say about my friend then you go to them and say it, but you're not what? gonna say it
1: to me what See, if they're both your friends but they don't like each other how do you deal with that how do you deal with that? Like what? You're you, my friend you and be you're my friend, but they don't like each other. You be you I just, like you. I you, like you. You do like the Bible
0: says in Matthew 5 in the Beatitudes. See, that's the point about going and learning God's ways, Accept the world's way. He said, blessed are the peacemakers. See, you can make peace between you and your other friends by, you know how, but not agreeing with neither one of them on their mess. You just sit and look at them sometimes. <laughs> you don't have to say a word. <laughs> When one is disagreeing, say, you know what, let's see what God say about it. You know what, I love them. We can love each other. You know, you can be a peacemaker. And then not only that, you can get a blessing from God by being that peacemaker.
1: Don't you think that you should also, another way to do it is to keep them separate? No. Well, if they don't like each other, they ain't got to be around you, each other. Well, they sure don't. They
0: but separate. you don't have to be around neither one of them.
1: No, like what if we can be cool and then... You stay over here, and I go. We can't there. be
0: friends that way. Cause why I we all got
1: to be a group of be, friends? Not, you, you know why? A
0: group of because you can't be a group of friends. We don't have. You have I'm saying we don't
1: have to be a group of friends. We could be separate friends.
0: Well, you know what? I'll, I take my, my just friend, friend on the like east
1: side, and I got my friend on the west side. Well, you can if that's the way you want to <laughs> be.
0: I call that what you call got two faces. I <laughs> know. <laughs> because listen here. You can't invite me to your house. we all friends. we all supposed to be friends. We're all supposed to be serving the same God, loving each other. Because guess what? In heaven, there ain't going to be no separation. You're going to either have to love each other or you won't be there.
1: Okay? you pose it. ask the way. Okay. You have certain I mean, but friends. But you have to learn that. Certain friends for certain situations. Really? What, I if, wanna, what if I have a friend that likes to cook? And I don't have a friend that doesn't like to cook. Well, like me and this cooking friend going to cook together. That's and right. Right. They can
0: eat. They <laughs> like to eat. Everybody <laughs> likes to eat, don't they? The, the friend that don't like to cook and eat. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but if you don't have to try to please. That, we that's what people call
1: people pleasers. We don't have to be a group is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you don't. You be my friend on this side. You be my friend on that side. Y'all ain't got a mix. I have, my best friend has a whole bunch of friends. And I'm not their friend. I'm her friend. But those... Those are her friends. That's right. They are her friends.
0: Why Why are you trying to mix everybody together? Yeah. You don't mean, have to make be my everybody friend. like
1: everybody. Over oh, yeah, here. I mean, no but what you about, got to love each other. Okay, I have another scenario. Okay. I saw this on the internet. This girl, she has two friends, right? The yeah. two friends are messing with the same guy. She, she don't know what to do. What does she do? Nothing. Mind her she business, got two right?
0: friends that mess with the same guy. Yeah, they don't know.
1: She knows, but they don't know.
0: Well, you know what, I have right? an answer for all that. But mm-hmm. you know what, I can't go into all that because you know what—that is a—that is what you call a messy issue. I uh, know, issue. Right? And you know why? I would tell them just what I would tell them. What God says about the situation. Mind your business. Uh, <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> I would—I would tell them just like this: If you got a guy and he's messing with two of the same women, and you know about it, then just yeah like I say you mind your own business. Mind your business don't be a busybody, but you pray for both of your friends mm. and then you just stay out of the mess stay out the stay out the mess good stay out of the mess, don't even listen to it yeah what do you do when your friends are trying to gossip? you stay out of that too <laughs> i don't don't let your ear be a garbage can <laughs> you know I don't let anybody feel a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. like I told you uh if I got a friend, I don't want you talking to me about them because if we got an issue, I can go to them. I might come to you and ask you if you're my friend. What should I? Should I tell them? Should I go to her and tell her she really is irking me <laughs> and that
1: I'm a silent is, kind of person?
0: I mean, should I, I tell like- her? And then if you're a good friend and you read God's word, then you're going to go to God's word. Let me pray about it, uh, Sandra, and then I'll get back with you, okay? Yeah. Then you'll give me something wholesome to say, or then you'll feed into my life something that
1: should be there. I'm working on telling people things nicely. Like, not even nicely, but just like my tone or my approach. Like, I don't love your outfit. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I don't love the way that you're wearing that shirt. I mean, people think that I'm me and so I'm trying. And I actually what do you don't like about it? And I'm like, eh, I just don't love it. Like
0: Okay, well I like it, I'm gonna wear it today. Well, like, you well you, you can't yeah. go with me with that on like,
1: <laughs> Well that's not mine. I know. Well, you know, I know something. That's, that's why I'm working on it. Today. You know what? I said something yesterday.
0: I said something yesterday. It was so and you know when I thought about it, I said, Oh, this girl don't actually know. I was I was talking to her, I really offended her. <laughs> oh my God, did I offend this young lady? And we were talking about, we was having our prayer line, and I was having it over her house. And so we were talking about the issues about God and moral issues and things about, you know, uh, this this world and, and getting married instead of just having children out of wedlock, you know. And I was saying, you know, I'd rather to be married. I said, when you get married. And she said, well, I'm not getting married until I can have you a great big wedding. I said, but you got the kids now. You don't need a big wedding. <laughs> all you have to do is say "I do." I said, you make the le- children legit. <laughs> well, what are you saying? My kids are not legit. I said, well, yeah, but they're illegitimate because they they were married. They were conceived out of wedlock. I said, which you know, it's all right once you know the Lord and He forgive you for all your your sins and transgression. I say, but you don't want to continue this way, do you? Do you want to continue to have children where their dad don't, they don't really have a legitimate dad? I say, because the children are called bastards when they, oh, my God, what did I say that word for? <laughs> oh, that chick hit the roof. I mean, if you want to see a rocket go off, <laughs> she said, you didn't tell me my best. kids are bastards. You're saying my kids are bastards. I said, no, I'm just I can't explain
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, certain
0: words you just don't say. Yeah, you know they'll send word. people to another level yeah, yeah. because they really actually know.
1: Well, you already knew.
0: Like I <laughs> say, just because you gave them the daddy's last name, don't mean that they're legitimate. Right. You were not married when you had you conceived these children, so that gave them that ugly name that was attached illegit- illegitimate illegitimate. I say, when, when you're married, they have the right to have the father's name. The father didn't deserve the right for his children to have carry his bloodline name because he didn't marry you. He didn't make you honorable. He didn't put a ring on your face and say, will you be my wife before we lay down and have sex? Because the word of God said, the marriage bed is honorable. Marriage Mm -hmm. is honorable and all in the marriage bed undefiled. And God, sex is beautiful. He gave sex to man and woman to produce children. It's a good thing. It's not bad, but the world has made it so ugly. (laughs) I mean, it's so ugly. The way that, that, man, I used to have no self-esteem, low self-esteem, and thinking that, oh, it's a dirty thing. I got three children. I'm glad they're here. And I was not married when I got these children, but God wiped all my sins away,
1: and He forgave me for everything that I ever done. Well, speaking of being married, I have several episodes about that, because as we've discussed, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. Not okay, like uh, I don't want to. Ready? That 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 part. Correct. Um, I don't necessarily... Like, I'm trying to tell the world. I'm not anti-marriage. I just don't like the, like, the... I don't know. The, the traditional sense of it. Like, I just feel like... I don't know. I just be seeing people... Do like I feel like people would just be getting married out of like they're forced to, or they just give up. Like ah, I might as well go ahead and get married. <laughs> or then, then when they get married, they just be like, "Well, I'm just stuck with this person forever." And so I don't want to be like I don't want to do it out of defeat. I feel like I'm giving up. And then I just got to "All right, I'm just, talking about settling." I got yes, that's the word <laughs> settling. I just feel like ah, uh, all right, I ain't doing nothing else. That's why like I don't want to do that. Like, if I might just happen, and I don't want to go out there, like, you make friends, like, don't go out there looking to make friends. I don't want to go out there, and people be like, I'm looking for a bae. I'm looking for a husband. I'm like, why? Why don't you just go out there? You could be pumping your gas, and some gaudy walks up, and be like, hi. And then y'all happen to hang out, and then y'all happen to fall in love, and y'all happen to get married. I want it to just happen. I don't want to be all searching, and like, you know, and be like, oh, well.
0: Well, might do as well,
1: it. I'm getting old. I might as well get married. Like, no, I don't want to do that. That, I just think it's, no, no. Nah. Well, God got a way that he
0: says perfect uh, with him. It's not perfect with man, but the way is you just described it, It's it's perfect. The way that marriage should. Number one, women are looking for men. The Bible says when a man find him a wife, he finds him a good thing. Now, be a good thing and don't look for no man.
1: Yeah, I'm really Be a good there. thing
0: and, and let a
1: man find you. Laying and out in the sun and somebody walk up like, oh, look at this treasure. <laughs> yes, that's me, Kuyava. And now we're married. Look, look at how that went. <laughs> I mean, you have to be marriage but material. Today
0: yeah. today um, most men look for a wife when they want a wife. They looking for a real treasure. They looking for a treasure. And listen, you have to have a, a good wife, a mother. They uh a, to be a um uh, like a long time ago they used to say it, wait till a man's heart is through his stomach. You well, know, that, that's you not that, <laughs> that's not altogether true. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good skill to know how to cook. Yeah. It's a good skill to know what Proverbs 31 says about a, a, a good woman, a virtuous woman. And there's not too many virtuous women these days because they say even in one part of Proverbs, it says a man has to safely put trust in a woman. He got to find a woman that he can put trust in. You know that when he brings the bread and butter home, that she's not going to throw it out the window. <laughs> Or throw it in the trash can. She's got to be one that is going to be one that, that keeps Turn that family together meeting. with prayer. And and she's got to be a loving-hearted person to win a good man. Now, you know, anybody can get a man. I, I don't call them men. Breath and britches is what I call <laughs> some of them. <laughs> men. They just breath and they wear men's boots. <laughs> you know, uh, anybody can get one of those. But to a man. It's a hard thing to come by because women are not training men today. You right. know what I'm saying? You want your son to, to, to raise him up to be a man, right. a man that knows how to find a good woman. And you got to be one that show the attributes of a good woman to him. Right, But he'll never know what a good woman is right. when he can hear your potty mouth and when you're not interested in whether he learned the things of God or not because a man is supposed to be the priest of his home. Yeah, And so he, how, how can he learn how to be a priest of his home when you never take him to church or he never goes to church with you? Now, listen, grandmothers, there's too many grandmothers trying to train their children, up, it ain't going to happen. Grandmothers, you can take them to church, introduce them to that way, but that's not your job to train them. Unless that mother is dead or on crack somewhere <laughs> and you crack, go no. get your kids and you take them. But if she ain't on crack and she ain't dead, let her take her children.
1: <laughs> or work in 60 her. hours a
0: week and very tired. Working 60 hours a week, I got to make a way for you not to work 60 hours a week. You just won't. Be able to get them nails done <laughs> hey, and well, that hat done need, all
1: the time. I need my nails. You know what I mean? I need, you have to learn yeah. how to do it yourself. We had, uh, well, I, this is my okay. show, I had an episode. I have a couple episodes about, you said, breath and bridges. I had an episode about F-boys. F is a kind of word, F-boys. And we're talking about what is the F-boy and then why are they? Like, where do they come from? And that's basically it. Like, they're not trained right or, like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we discussed about how... They became that way, and why they are that way, and well, some
0: of them turned out to be good men too because mm-hmm. of the good women that they run into. that won't fall up in the bed with them just because they look oh, good. Well, like- now, now listen, <laughs> a lot of times men can't get to asking a woman to marry them because they can get everything they can get without marriage. Right? I mean, really. They don't have to put a ring on your finger to get a kiss. Dog, you got your tongue all down somebody's throat time. You meet them because they look good. They probably ain't brushed their teeth. <laughs> and they you turn around and before teeth. the night's over, with you in the bed with them. Well. And then you you don't understand that they they, they might be even seeing the girl down the street or next door, either your sister. You <laughs> ain't took time to know nothing about them. Well. But they, this is why... You, you don't have a relationship. These relationships don't go no farther than the bedroom because the flesh is ruling the spirit. The okay. spirit of you is who you trying to get to know.
1: I guess.
0: And, and you get. Yes. No, I mean I'm hearing you. <laughs> okay. And uh, number one, the flesh of ours like to be pleased. Yeah. It loves to be pleased, but if we let. God's spirit live inside of us and we just if we just go to the house of the Lord once a week once a week and even if you try to get some Bible study in there that would good be good uh, so but if you, you go just to bible go study and you
1: learn about your flesh blood, is still going to be flesh
0: well you know what it, it is but guess what God left a remedy here in the word of God how to keep the flesh at bay even though it's going to act up mm. he left a remedy here. He left a remedy, the spirit of God. The flesh lusts against the spirit of God. But if you want something bad enough, listen, what what do you do when you want something bad enough? You save up for it, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's just like that. If you want (laughs) something bad enough, you'll put an effort into getting it. Mm. You put an effort into getting what you want. Hear that out there,
1: listeners. Save up. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like listen, God, I I I wanted to learn the word of God. And believe me, I learned a lot about the word of God. And I don't know at all. I don't know nearly. Uh I'll be still learning when Jesus gets here, be a better person, to put on his characteristic, because we do not get it and say, I got it. Mm-hmm. No, we get it and we live it every day. And every day I go to the throne of grace, and say, God forgive me for the day. I might have thought something that was wrong. And most of the time I might say something that was wrong, like I said yesterday. I'm gonna ask that girl to forgive me for calling her kids bastards. You know? I mean I didn't mean really to say literally bastard; they are bastards, but it was the conversation that she didn't understand. Yeah. You know, because she didn't understand the uh the the Webster's yeah. word for well, the it, just
1: just, it was a conversation just but
0: it offended her because it was yeah.
1: it was the People way get God offended said. when they really know that it's real though.
0: Yeah, well yeah, it's real and they don't want to fall up under that category because even when you go to church, the word of God, if it don't offend you, then guess what? It's not making you. <laughs> when the preacher preached the word of God across the pulpit and it tells you about fornication and adultery, and you know you're committing both of them, and then you think, well, who told him? What all right, he's talking
1: right to God.
0: me. God didn't tell, I mean, <laughs> ain't nobody told him nothing. God told him to preach about fornication is a sin against God. It just hit you because you feeling sin. It was just that word that the just, God gave a man to God because he's a shepherd over your soul.
1: And it happened to hit you and it happened to feel like he was talking It hit you real
0: bad. That's what it's yeah. supposed to do. And then it's supposed to make you just have working. a little notebook to go home and open up your Bible and say, oh, this is where he preached from. Now, if you really want to know something about God, in Romans, the 8th chapter, the, 20, the 29th out, and 28th verse, it's like the ABCs of being saved mm. and how to, to really, really have what you need in God. Because in Romans, that that word tell us about being saved. Um, learning how to put on God's characteristics as being a Christian person or being a person with godly morals, standards, and statutes, you know. A person that's not going to say
1: anything <laughs> at any time. You know what I'm call saying? Call that not having a filter. Yeah, so You, you got to hip you to, like, some, some, like, lingo or, like, some some new slang. I know you be trying to use slang. Sometimes you use it wrong. I remember one time you just start using the word Duh. You were using it wrong, and I was so upset because she thought duh meant, like, I don't know. But duh means yes, and then she was saying duh a lot, and I was, like, so mad. I was, like, stop saying duh. But you got to, yeah. That's called. but we was, like, having no filter. Somebody having that's just no not filters. gone. Just yeah. Somebody that just say whatever. You got to learn how to have a filter. Have well, a, have I just a, learned how to
0: have a good filter. Yeah, uh, I know. And I, know. I just learned that, <laughs> that just because it's right, you don't have to say it.
1: Right. I'm just but you got to put a filter on it, though. You can yeah. say it, but you got to filter it. You got to, you know, put some sugar on it before you give it to somebody. And, uh, not you know only
0: that, you, you need to. That's why God told me to look up things in the dictionary and learn how to use words properly. I have a, 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 a series called Word Smart. Now, really, I can really get off into a lot of stuff, but it would sound like I had been to college, and I haven't went to college. I haven't even graduated high school. <laughs> Listen, far as I went was to the seventh grade, and I went to the seventh grade. I didn't finish yeah, I went to the class <laughs> a couple of times. But, and then I went to adult high school. And I went to a lot of, of different classes that I took college classes. I took a lot of college classes. Oh, don't make you because smart. Here in Michigan, you can take college classes as long as you don't have a diploma, mm-hmm. and they're free. Oh, but, and I took I advantage that. of that while we're here. Yeah. But in Arizona, it's a whole different ball game there. Uh, I know but that. and the, but I think and praise God that I like Arizona, but I don't know exactly. Where this is going to lead me to mm. here, but I intend to c- increase my learning. Word smart is a good thing. It tells you all about what words mean and how to use them in certain sit- uh,
1: sentences and situations. Right, and I hate when people use the word wrong word and they think they sound smart. I'm like that don't work. Don't even go there. Well, like, a lot no, of words still still. I
0: I, I I had to. My mind go back to that where I used to. Uh, Talk a certain way. And my sister last night, when we were talking, she said, You remember when you used to say such? I said, Yes, I'm trying to forget. I'm really trying I to I remember that. I was like,
1: What? I, <laughs> say I, the craziest I'm, stuff. I'm really trying to forget those <laughs> things. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I got to get me a filter. <laughs> this is my show. That's what I'm trying, okay? I'm figuring it out. But yes, yeah, so we have other shows about dating. I don't, I'm not a dater. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Forget these guys. <laughs> They're all crazy. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or it's them. It might be both of us. But, um, so, you've been married a few times. Oh, you yeah. Are okay. you um? You going to get you, going to get back out there and date? You're going like, to your boyfriend. Really.
0: Not really. I'm not really not want somebody not to take looking. you out. Well, really, I'm going to tell you, I'm not looking for nobody to take me out at this time. But if those things happen, I'm not going to knock them out. I'll, you know, say, well, okay, I don't want to just because I don't want to. No, that's not it. It's not, that's not where my thoughts are.
1: Well, what if can, what if me and your, all my other cousins find you a nice guy? You can't to... find me anything. Oh, no, if <laughs> you find me a nice, I met this <laughs> nice, rich old man. He's rich. But I call her Aunt Phyllis, but the old man said, Aunt Phyllis too old. And I was like, oh, well, but he's rich, though. What if he well, I'm, I mean, see, He's that's nice. why you can't find
0: nice. me anyone. When I, someone found me, finds I was like, Ooh. me, then... What if I don't that, love, I'll send
1: him your way so he can find no, you.
0: you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Why? But, I mean, just because... It, 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 like, you, you know what? You told me that this thing happened. Now, if you introduce me to somebody and that person... Seem to like me or something. And he finds a good thing. I am a good thing. Regardless, right. you know i have been out of here kind of old there a little bit, but you know you I'm go, still God's good thing. Yeah, I'm a bad.
1: Go, go out and have lunch and right. whatever else. I don't know what people do at your age. You gotta go. When last time you went? I keep telling you to go dance. You keep saying your legs hurt and stuff. You gotta go. When last time you was dancing? Like just turned up. <laughs> when last time you was dancing? You gotta dance. Um, about to be family reunion. You gonna be dancing electric slide and stuff,
0: You're hustling. Well, the last time I did was dancing. I was on a cruise, and I was dancing. That was a few years ago. Well, that's and what I, I enjoyed are.
1: it. Yeah, you got I,
0: I don't know what kind of dance. Pop it was. lock and drop it. No, no, not no. Not like that that <laughs> yeah, it was that was a, some kind of slide to the left to the left <laughs> to the right to the right and all that. You know, me and my grandson, we out there doing that.
1: Well, you got I I enjoyed that. That, and I that helps you circulation of your legs and yeah. stuff keeps you young, dancing. Yeah, That's nice. what you can do. You can sign up for some class to dance. You meet some nice man. Y'all can dance. Yeah. I'm, yes, I'm going to find you some dance, some ballroom class. Ballrooming? You're but from that's,
0: that's not a lot of what you I'm interested like, you in. You don't like dancing? Ugh. Yeah, I like it, but I used to love it. I used to dance a lot. Well, but you got to get back. That's, it's going to help you feel your legs and stuff feel better. But you dance. I dance because that's
1: all I knew how to do. Now
0: I like <laughs> classes. I like to, to, to
1: sign up for different classes. Okay, well, so I'm going to find you a date. I feel like you need to have a date so you can get all cute and go out. He said I ain't cute now, huh? You got to get dressed up <laughs> and go out. Don't just get dressed up to come sit here and look at me. Go, no. Let the people see you. Oh, you need to have a photo shoot also. I had my mama. Do you see my mama pictures from her photo shoot for her 50th birthday? Mm-hmm. She'd be dressing like a little old lady. she dressed dress more like an old lady than you do. I'd be like, man, if you don't put some cute, like, you're too young to be just so boring. My, my mama would just be so boring. So that's why I don't want to get married. Just be sitting down and be boring. Like, go out. Well, then you have to
0: find someone on? that that person that you meet has to have the same interests that you have.
1: Yeah, well, person maybe out there. Maybe your husband
0: has the same interest.
1: Being boring and ugly. Like, put some cute clothes on and go outside. <laughs> the person out there listening, I like to be cute and get my nails on, and go outside and be cute. So, if you don't want to be cute, <laughs> you can't mess with me. Like, Yeah. No no, you need to like get dressed up and go out and I do get dressed up you. when I
0: want to go out.
1: But who you going out with? I got friends. We go out. You need guy friends too. I so had, I had
0: one friend that was he was just a friend. And we we went to church together but he moved to another state. And you know that get, was a friend, but we, we just was friends. needs to get get flued
1: out. I mean, flued out what means what
0: y'all call friends. We don't call friends. <laughs> what do we call friends? We yeah. don't have bad friends. Bad friends. We don't. We don't have bad friends. We don't have kissing friends. <laughs> I don't we, have any we just bad have friends. friends. You know, we I don't get have any together. Bad and we go out to dinner in groups and stuff, and we have. It, we just come together. We have. Bye, we go to church together. Kendrick
1: asked me if I had a bad friend. He literally said like that. He was like, you had a boy in your bed. You was kissing him. I'm like, no. Where would you hear something like that from? You was kissing him one year. I was like, no, son. What are you talking about? I'm never going to be have, have a friend because my son is my security guard. I got to get rid of him. <laughs> he is a security guard. Well, that's number one mistake. He, yeah, You was kissing him one year. I'm like, no. What are you talking about? I went on this I went on this guy's boat. 'Cause he has a boat and he had had him on the show so we could talk about the boat. And he was like, You was on somebody's boat? Having a date? I'm like, No, I just was enjoying the boat. Like, why are you leave me alone? But no. Gotta get a guy with a boat too, Nana. Boats are lit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I you got know. You gotta, somebody got a nice cute grandfather out there. Take my nana on a date. And go to a class and learn how to do pottery or something. It's fun. Well, that's all good. Have you ever dated a white man? No. No? Me either. I don't know about that, though. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I'm open if you're out there and you like getting dressed up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out there. I'm willing to go on a date with someone. I didn't go on. I did want on a date with this white boy when I was in Arizona. But he only liked me because I was black. And he tried to kiss me, and I was like, ew, back up." And he was talking to all the black girls at my school, and I was like, "Yeah, no." He ended up having a baby with a black girl. Had twins and moved to Michigan. Coincidence? Yeah, that was the only. I don't know. I don't know. Got well. You gotta well. You live out there in Arizona. There's a lot of Native Americans. Can get you a date. So that's on the list of things to get Nana for her birthday, a date. <laughs> for your 70th birthday, you're going on a date. You're I'm not commenting. Send you a nice dress. Some nice man's going to pull up and be like, hello. We're going on a date. You said you was open, so you're going on a date. That's yeah, what all of us, you got 20-plus grandkids. We can, we, can, we can work it out. Well... We're gonna do it. Just, won't be a bad friend; just be a friend to hang out with. Who's a man? It's gonna pay for all the stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm. It, it, I'm looking into it. My mom's all boring. It, it, well, so. I, I'm just telling, just
0: like this. If he, if he don't know God and have God in his life, that'll be on the then, list. You know what? That has to be on the list. What about a
1: dating app?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: I they have really like Christian people. mingle. No, no it's
0: Christians you. who want to mingle. But I got I go to church and I mingle with all the people at church. But I don't have to get on a dating app. I go to you church. See and I people that don't go to that
1: church. Different church. I live in a lot of
0: different church. You know how many churches I've been to since I've been back in Michigan? Well, oh I'm my God. That. I have been to so many different I'm talking churches. About,
1: well, they don't these well, you should I should have been hooked you up with somebody as soon as I knew you was coming. Should have been on that. This is my next. I'm going to get you flued out. Flued out is when someone pays for your plane ticket to come visit them. Oh, uh, no, thank we gonna, you. What, you don't need a vacation. No. It's a free vacation. No, thank you. I'm going to get you flued out now. No, thank
0: you. Oh, my goodness. No, thank you. Why? Because I, I don't. I'm, I'm really against women taking gifts from men. Uh, what? I am really against that. You better ask your uh cousins, Okay. What? Uh, yes, what? Why? You, oh, a gift yeah. is a gift. Uh, no. Oh my goodness. I, I'm really against that because of a lot of different reasons why.
1: Well I know. And that number you want one a is return, because
0: <laughs> of the who I am in God. I don't accept gifts from men. And I don't give men gifts. And I oh. will not accept them from them.
1: What Look, there's something no. really nice And, and like, if he really said, wanted. you know,
0: uh well, I know some men, you know, well, will you uh, be my wife, uh, after knowing him for a while, uh, <laughs> I will you be my wife and, and, and offer me a, an engagement ring and say, uh, God gave me to ask you to marry me? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. <laughs> and before I accept that ring, I would pray about it. And, and then when I accept that ring, that will be the only gift I accept from him until we get married.
1: What? You don't like gifts? No. I don't know about this.
0: No. Because, number one, that's how a lot of young girls wind up dead today. Because, (laughs) number one, they accept gifts from men, and then they think they own them because of the gifts that they accept from them.
1: Small tokens
0: of appreciation. They ain't small to- for what? Here's Why are you giving me
1: something? A nice dress to wear when we go out. You know your your day.
0: your your mother brought a gift home once from a boy, and I told her to give it back to him, and she secretly kept that gift, and he thought that he owned her, so he started beating her up. Well, that's not the gift that she was. Either. Well, he started beating her up, and then she. Kept that all secret for a long time. A long time. Now, I'm really against young girls taking gifts from boys. Oh, my gosh. No no rings, no pennants, no nothing. Is paying for food a gift? Well, if you're going out somewhere with someone and they are taking you on a date and your mother yeah. allows that to happen...
1: Talking well, about like, we're adults. I'm not talking about. I'm right talking now. now? Yeah. yeah, go out to dinner. That's a gift. Buying my food is a gift. I love food. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can go Dutch too. He <laughs> sure can. What? Yeah, 2019.
0: It sure is. But if he want to pick up the tab, let him pick up the tab. I let someone let take me. let him know me. that's all you picking up is the tab.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I let someone take me out, quote unquote, and um, I drove and, he paid. I, and I, like, I hear this a lot. We're a new age. What? I didn't want to drive, but I didn't know I was driving. I told this story on the show just recently. I drove, and he paid for you know everything else, but I was like, but, I didn't know I was driving. He just hopped in the car, and I was like, "What, so did he have his own car? man, I don't even know, man. he at one point, I thought he had a car. I don't even know. I don't want to talk to him no more. I blocked him, so who cares because like, he was weird. Oh, he was, married. He was oh, weird. He was weird. No, no, no. He was weird. Oh, he was weird. I didn't like him. My nana think I supposed to like everybody that like me. Oh my! Like no, I don't really. think that. Why don't you like him? I don't like him. I don't care if he like me. I don't like him. Well, sometimes there's a lot of people, people out there that people. like me that I don't like. But I don't. Sometimes I don't tell them that I don't like them. Sorry guys, but I don't like you. <laughs> but um, yeah, we bought the. We've been in here for a minute actually. But um, yeah, we can wrap the show up. Um you have any other things you want to say, Nana, before we wrap up the show?
0: Yeah, I just want to say one thing. I'm glad that I'm on your show because a lot of times this reaches a whole lot of people that's listening to your show. And sometimes I just hope that they get one thing that if they never get anything else. God is the way that you can get to really know yourself. Because one you get to know about him and his characteristics and start putting on the characteristics of Jesus Christ and, and really going to church and involve yourself in there. And you don't go to church to to uh just because that's the right thing to do, and which it is. You go there to get something for yourself and your family, and that's why you take them there. And... A lot of people tell me, say, I don't want to go to church because those people are not right. That's the hospital. (laughs) That's where people go that ain't right. They go to church to get right. Everybody's doing the same thing, trying to get right. That's why we all go to the spiritual hospital. And we give it all to God and we learn how to live with one another and love one another. And how to really love ourselves. That's why I like this. I'm glad you asked me about your show. I was scared about coming on. <laughs> it. I was scared I was going to have to reach out and touch you. But <laughs> I thank God that I had to reach out and touch you. I told <laughs> you it was going to be because you calm. you know you were you were trained up right regardless. Because I have you a praying have grandmother. Respect, and I'm glad you respect me as being your grandmother. That's my nana. And I respect you as being my granddaughter. That's why I don't try to make you move your radio station, unless you want to. <laughs> I just be praying, and Lord, thank you for hearing my prayers sometimes. Because you like Nelly.
1: I love and, and, Nelly. And I
0: like Kirk Franklin's station. Well,
1: that's why we <laughs> compromise. We're putting it on some, you know, soft old-school R&B. Yeah. We switch it up, you know. We got to have some vibes. We got a vibe in the car, you know. We got to move through traffic. I got to vibe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had one Nelly song playing, Nana. Chill, man. I love him. Yeah, it's all but, right. I,
0: mean, I ain't trying to knock with you. Like. I love Nelly. Everybody knows. I'm just trying to hear
1: a little bit of what I like before it get too late. be I got at all. You know, we 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 can do, do it all. Have a little bit of everything. Nelly, know the Lord. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: really learn about yourself before you, you say you're 30. You really want to know about Que I what do. makes Kiahaba tick. I know, and
1: that's why I have the show, so I can try to figure it out. No, but, um, get in the Bible, figure it I mean, out. I'm doing all I mean, I'm I'm I want I the, trying to get you the people you. on the the people listening to travel with me during my journey of journey. figuring it out. Me, me, and Can life. I give you a little nugget?
0: I have this book that I've been trying to get my whole family, especially young people, to get. It's called Mentoring His Way. Mentoring and, His Way uh, people It is by, uh, the author is by Roy Comstock, and it's about his life and dysfunctional life and how he was a millionaire once and how he found Jesus in jail. In jail. A lot of people are. And you know know. what? It's a good thing sometimes, but this book is called Mentoring His Ways, three volumes of it. I really wanted to mentor my family. I started the last time I was here in Michigan. You can do an online... And, um, and they can really, you can really order the books and um, and you can really get into a mentor. It's got everything you need. What's the guy's the name? One. His name is Roy Comstock. Well, how Roy going to pay me for this advertisement. Roy L. Comstock. <laughs> um, Comstock he's I'm not advertising money. him. You advertise this He's advertising Jesus, for free. This is a, a learning book okay. how Christian... The Beginner's Christian.
1: All right. Well, we can get into that book. Everybody's going to hear this. And if you, you know, they can rewind Uh it a hundred times and hear this. We've been in here for like over an hour. Okay. But, um... I thank everybody for listening to me and my Nana and Figuring It Out, the podcast. I am Dukes. That's my Nana. Follow me. Well, the, follow the show page on Instagram, Figuring It Out, underscore the podcast. I'm going to put all the links and things to this book by Mr. Constock. It's going to be on there on Facebook and stuff. And I'm going to tell you, Nana, when the show come out so you can tell all your friends. But tell them, be prepared. Don't listen to don't listen to too many other shows because I was cussing on the other ones. But listen to this one. <laughs> going forward, I'm, I'm going to slow it down on the cuss words. I'm going to get my toilet mouth cleaned. I I, I promise. I am going to work on it. I want you to do me one more thing before we go. Say goodbye to the people. Pray us out. Pray for all my listeners and the Detroit is Different Network and my listeners. Pray us out the show. Well, I am honored, number one. I thank and praise God
0: for being on this show, figuring it out. Is the that? podcast. The podcast. <laughs> figuring it out. Well, I thank God for this show, and I thank God for my granddaughter. And Lord God, we come to you as uh, listeners, Father. Father. On the radio station Reaches many people Father God But most of all Lord I pray that this Station reaches young people And old people like me Knowing that it's never too late That we can cast our cares on you And you will give us rest You are our teacher, you are Jehovah Jireh The God, hallelujah That we see your provisions And Lord God we pray that you would bless This radio station, that you would Bless Lord God this house that is In Father God, bless Lord God, every listener that listens, especially those that take the information of this show, Father God, and bring forth, Father God, much fruit in you. And we'll praise you for it. These are the things that we ask in your son, Jesus' name, that let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, Lord God, on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you for it in Jesus'
1: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nana. Thank you, listeners. Tune in again. Bye.